and welcome to a new episode of PR360. And I'm your host, Brett Deister. If you could please subscribe to PR360 on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Amazon Music. Leave a review. It really does help with the rankings. Let us know how we're doing. But this week, I have Allison Buner with us, and she is a pretty good person to actually talk about when we're talking about publishing books. It's one of those things where if you ever thought about it, you may not know how much work it goes into or anything like that, but she's also a public relations manager for burning soul press is what she actually does or actually will help authors as well. She's also done PR for tech companies and connectivity and everything likes in between. So welcome to the show, Allison. Thank you so much for having me, Brett. And the first question I ask all my guests is, are you a coffee or tea drinker? I feel like a lot of people fall into one or the other, but I drink both. I think the most interesting thing, though, is that I like to drink my coffee and tea warm year round. So I think that that is very strange. It's what you prefer. So I'm not going to knock what you prefer. So you prefer warm. <laughs> I mean, you may be a person that gets cold easily. I don't. I get hot all the time. Yep, that's definitely it. <laughs> all right. And can you give us a little bit more about your expertise than what I actually gave to our listeners? Yeah, absolutely. I am the PR manager for Burning Soul Press. We're a startup boutique book publishing company that actually just hit our one year anniversary today. We work with authors from around the world who have a specific message to share with the world, whether it's through a memoir or a story about their life experiences. And I work both the client side and the Burning Soul Press brand side. So also sharing our company announcements and press releases and earning media and publicity opportunities. I've been working in PR since I graduated college. I actually worked on the consumer side with brands like Milk Cup. And I know that every kid from the 90s remembers the Got Milk campaign, and that's them. I also worked on tourism brands like Radio Williamsburg, if you've ever been to Williamsburg, Yorktown, or Jamestown, Virginia. And I've also worked the public affairs side of PR, too, with organizations who are communicating information to constituents. So I've had a wide variety of experiences in the space. Oh, man, you just said Williamsburg. I haven't been there since eighth grade. <laughs> I know. I feel like we've all gone there as kids. <laughs> yeah, we all gone there as kids, but we just don't go back. We're like, good enough. I've done it. It's fine. <laughs> I was trying to get folks to go back and take their kids, you know? <laughs> That's probably the best way of messaging it. It's like, you've been there, now you have kids, so you should go back with your kids. Anyways, book publishing or the book publishing industry has changed over the decades. And some have the avenues for getting books in, in front of potential readers. So what are some new things new authors should keep in mind when publishing their book? You're so right. Avenues for getting books in front of readers has changed a lot. Now we have social media, Amazon and Goodreads and, and podcasts. So much has changed the landscape for sharing a book with the world. The first thing that new authors should keep in mind, which is really foundational, and I can hear our founder and CEO in my head as I say this because she's so passionate about it, but new authors must be true to their message, dig deep and be honest in their writing. It doesn't benefit anyone to stay surface level because readers really want to dive into the author's experiences and learn all of the quote-unquote little details about their story, whether fiction or nonfiction. Your individual story is your uniqueness, and that will help you impact those who read your book the most and also help you identify who should be reading it. When it comes to sharing their book with the world, new authors need to keep their target audience and potential readers in mind. This comes in the form of their branding, staying within their genre, who they're reaching for, and how to reach them. So publicity for publicity's sake isn't helpful, and it certainly won't contribute to a healthy conversion rate. 
Gotcha. And I mean, we all want a healthy conversion rate, especially for books, because you'd spend a lot of time writing that book, or at least that's what I think. Absolutely. It is time consuming. And book publishing can be a daunting process. So what are some of the common mistakes authors make when it comes to bringing awareness to their own book? This is such a great question. I think the biggest mistake is waiting to market their book or work on publicity until after it publishes. It's really important to build your social media presence, grow your email newsletter lists, and cut out your own audience ahead of your published date. We make a big deal on your author's milestones, like their cover reveal and the pre-order launch date. Also, aiming extremely high very early. Some authors really want to get their name in large outlets on big shows, and that's absolutely what you want to work towards. But starting smaller, really within your niche and gaining experience, refining your message, those are all part of the process as you increase your exposure. Gotcha. And so basically what I'm hearing is that Growing your email list is important, but how do you actually do that? Because I feel like some people are like, well, I have an email list, like MailChimp or something like that, but I don't know how to get the people. Yeah, absolutely. It's having, I think one of the easiest things is word of mouth. And they're maybe not easiest, but one of the most reliable and um, effective. So really getting your, your network to talk about you and get folks involved in what you're doing and then really inspiring the current readers that you have to continue to push that out to more and more folks. So I think that's a really great way to do it, but also just being consistent and sharing content that's helpful and valuable to folks that is going to attract the people that you want to be reaching. Gotcha. And so for authors to be sharing their book, what is the PR process look like for them? What does the PR process look like for you when you're working with the authors? How does that go about? So first, I sit down with the author over Zoom. <laughs> we have authors from across the globe. And also with the pandemic, it is safer. But Zoom replicates an in-person meeting fairly well and helps me to get to know the author better. We identify the main themes of their book and the different niches that we can think about as I work to get them publicity and guest opportunities. For example, maybe they're a mom and their story would benefit other mothers. And there are several sub-niches within that. But now I know that we can work with mom bloggers and that Facebook is going to be a great platform for them to share their content on. Another example is maybe their book walks the reader through their experiences traveling or living all over the world. And I know that travel influencers would be a great way to reach potential readers. So I'm considering Instagrammers and reaching out to them about potential collaborations. In addition, influencers love giveaways on their page because it also increases their engagement, thus helping their algorithm, and it's just a total win-win. Identifying the niches that your author fits into really helps your conversion rate because you're not just throwing it at the wall and hoping it sticks, right? I also dive into our author's network, kind of what I mentioned earlier. Maybe they know a local reporter or a radio host or have a friend who has some relationships that we can tap into. It's really important to show the author that they can leverage their network, not just for my work on their PR, but also for their long-term goals. All right. And speaking more about the content side of it, do you think authors should look into doing videos or even podcasts if it fits into what they're trying to do? Absolutely. We love when our authors do video interviews so potential readers can see their faces and get to know them better. Also, a lot of content is being digested via video, so it's a great way to get in front of people. But video trailers for books have also become increasingly popular, so that's something we encourage our authors to do. And podcasts, like you mentioned, they're a really great way to reach niche audiences specifically. 
We actually focus a lot on podcasts. As a host yourself, make sure that podcast listeners are growing rapidly, especially over the last several years. So it's a great way to reach people. Something that we like to keep in mind is that folks who listen to podcasts are also probably folks who are going to be listening to audiobooks. So we do encourage authors who are targeting podcasts for exposure to also include an audiobook as part of their publishing package so that they can have an easy way for those podcast listeners to listen to their book. Mm -hmm. And following up on that, Clubhouse has kind of exploded in the past, I would probably say two months. Mm -hmm. So should maybe they should pivot more into the live part of it or should they do both? Like what should it be doing? Plus, should they be looking at the other platforms that are copying Clubhouse as well? Oh, absolutely. I would say getting involved with Clubhouse is a great way to reach folks. We actually have several of our authors on Clubhouse, as well as, you know, Burning Soul Press. We have a weekly Clubhouse that we host. In addition to hosting your own, jumping in on conversations will help you reach folks never otherwise would have had the chance to connect with. So we absolutely encourage Clubhouse for new authors. Mm-hmm. And what have been some of your most successful PR strategies when it comes to book publishing? Really individualizing your pitches and showing the value is really time consuming to alter each pitch specifically for the person that you're reaching out to, but it's so worth the time. We all know that the traditional pitch isn't going to be highly effective and you have to draw direct ties and connections between your host, blogger, reporter, and so on to the author so they can feel their audience will really benefit from what your author is trying to share and also finding the right audience on the right platform. Recently, we had a great collaboration for one of our authors whose book was about trauma and healing. And so we worked with a brand that shared a lot of great, helpful content about healing, and they had a big Instagram following. So they shared her expertise on their page and tagged her, and we saw a large spike in book sales that day and for two days following. It's that instant gratification that was really satisfying, but it's great because it was also free. And that's just an example of a good collaboration where you kind of have a win-win again. Gotcha. And speaking of content-wise, some authors actually may not be good at creating the actual content piece of it, or they may just not have an understanding of how to create content in general. So what advice do you have or even tools do you have for authors to use to help at least mitigate the, I don't know how to use Photoshop? There are so many barriers to new authors and new writers. It really is a skill and it takes time to hone. There are so many great resources out there for new authors. I would say I have a few recommendations. The first is to prioritize your writing according to its importance to you, because writing a book is such an undertaking and it can take significant time and investment. You really have to carve out the time to do it and put it first if that's how important it is to you. If you don't have the time or the energy or the skill to write it yourself, consider working with a ghostwriter. They work really hard to craft your book in your voice, and they share only your experiences, not their own. So it's still your message, and you are a part of the process the entire time. You just don't have to take the time to write it out yourself. And then if you're struggling, if you are writing your book, and you're struggling to get through a tough part or you're lacking inspiration, I recommend that you hire a book coach or take a book write course. But absolutely bet them carefully before and try to speak with the instructor personally prior to signing up because you want to make sure it's going to be the right fit for you and your goals. But it may just be the push that you need to get over a writing hump, and it will likely push you to add depth to your book. This one is good. Book publishing is digital. It's no longer a paper copy of a book in a bookstore. It's an audiobook too, and it's a digital version both read on your Kindle, iPad, or phone. We reach readers online, 
and they often purchase it online. And more and more these days, they're reading or listening online, or at least digitally. And the way social media has changed so much of our reception and content, I think video book trailers and other short, digestible content about your book is going to be a staple in book publishing in the next five to 10 years. And in some ways, it's already here. Gotcha. And what trends do you see in book writing or even book publishing you see in the future for just this industry in general? Oh, yeah. So I think particularly surrounding the pandemic, I've certainly purchased more physical books than I have in a really long time. I imagine that I'm not the only one in that. I agree. Personally, I feel the same way. I would say that we might see a decrease in, in the decline of paper books. But I think that just so much content is coming out and being published online all the time. I don't I don't see that slowing down anytime soon. I buy actual physical books like the hard copy stuff or the paperbacks more often now than I have previously. So are we going to see a more resurgence in actual books buying, not the digital ones, kind of like we've seen with records being purchased a lot more? I think you're right. I think it's both. Personally, I prefer paper books. So I'm right there with you. Ah, but it's just an interesting discussion about kind of like the future. Is it going to be both digital and physical? Is it just going to be digital only? I mean, we're kind of in this little cusp of, yes, there's audiobooks and people love audiobooks, but I've seen research saying that actual physical hard copy books, you retain more information through that. Yeah, and a screen can hurt your eyes after looking at it for hours all day already. I just can't handle it. Gotcha. So still keep your Kindle or use your Kindle app on your iPhone, Android device, or iPad or whatever. But also, we could still see some people actually buying physical copies at the same time. I think it might be both. What do you think? Like a mixture. Uh-huh, absolutely, and the blue light glasses. Yeah, it's probably why I have all, like, black on all my websites and everything. I use, the like, the dark mode. <laughs> yes, I actually do have... One that actually has built-in speakers so I can actually listen to things and read at the same time. They made those? That's amazing. Yeah, it was a Kickstarter actually, so they're eventually going to be making them. But they've had glass, like sunglasses like Bose has made similar to sunglasses where you can listen to music or talk on the phone and also have sunglasses. Okay, so it sounds like I'm just late to the party on this then, huh? This has been out there for a while. <laughs> a couple of years, I would say. I got mine, I think, last year for Bose, and then I did a Kickstarter one this, and I just got it, like, probably last month. So it's still getting out there. I mean, the active listening or more less inner ear buds is what's happening with that type of tech. Mm-hmm. So yeah. even though it's a little bit of a segue, the future is here, <laughs> and there's... A bunch of different things, but I mean, it's also good for audiobooks as well. Oh, gosh, absolutely. And so, do we think we're going to get more and more even audiobooks? Are we going to get more package deals for books with audiobooks? Yeah, I do think so. I do think that as folks, you're writing your book, you're doing all this work to get it out there, you have it in paper version, you have it digitally. I think that the audiobook and tying that all together, you're just going to reach an entirely new audience that may not have considered your book prior because they are folks who digest that information by listening. So it's all about expanding that reach and that audience. The content's already there. You just have 
someone record it, you know? And when it comes to more like live streaming, since we've seen a really big uptick in that last year, is that going to start being incorporated within maybe say bringing awareness, maybe authors decide they want to do a live streaming of them actually writing their book or something like that. Is that going to be part of the future of content? That is a great idea. Actually, we are trying to find ways, Burning Soul Press is trying to find ways to really bring more life to the book writing process because you put so much of your soul into it. We want to help our authors to kind of get that out into the world and show how much this book means to them that they're publishing. I would say that in that vein, I haven't seen too much of live streaming about what it, the book writing process in general. I would say live streaming is a really great way to connect with your audience that you have on social. It's a great way to continue to engage folks, especially that interaction piece that you can get during a live stream. And it's also just really good for your brand if you have a specific message or or important information that you're sharing with those folks. So I think that that certainly is only going to increase. Gotcha. So basically what I've heard is basically have a roadmap and be open to new content. Oh yeah, absolutely. And fun question for you. If you could write a book, what would you write about? (laughs) I never thought that I would write a book until I started working for Burning Soul Press. And I saw so many people sharing their stories and they're so passionate. And so it, it kind of got my wheels turning. Now, I still don't know if I would publish a book, but if I didn't, I am a journaler. And so I journaled throughout my life through various you know, mountains and valleys, through difficult times or really high times and life-changing moments, like a career switch or something like that. And so I think what I would do is go back and maybe refine some of those and publish an essay book about just the different hills and valleys I can take you through. Yeah, so it'd be more of an inspirational book. Maybe inspirational, maybe a little bit of just my personal story in a way, but hopefully someone would take something out of it and perhaps be inspired. (laughs) I'm pretty sure someone would. I mean, there's, what, six billion people in the world? There's got to be like a percentage of that. I mean, like, I really got something out of this. Absolutely. I think you're right. (laughs) All right. Any final thoughts for our listeners? Yes. If you have a book, that's on your mind for a message you want to share, I absolutely urge you to get it down on paper. It may be the release of creativity that you need, and it may inspire you to do more. But whatever it is, I promise there are people out there who will want to read it and who will benefit from it. Our stories are unique and fascinating. And I'm happy to say that I get to help people share their stories with the world every day. All right. Thank you, Allison, for joining PR360 and sharing your knowledge about the book publishing industry. Thank you so much for having me, Brad. And thank you for listening to PR360. As always, please subscribe to PR360 on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Amazon Music. Leave a review. It really does help with the rankings. Let us know how we're doing. And join us next week as we talk to another great thought leader in the PR industry. All right, guys, stay safe. Get some book writing in if you feel like you need to get some book writing in. And see you next week. Later.